Imagine being prepared for the unexpected with the confidence, integrity, and critical thinking skills to tackle any emergency. That's the goal behind the bachelor's degree in Homeland Security from Concordia University in Portland, ranked among the best programs of its kind in the nation. Fully online courses and practical case studies give you the tools you need to lead and make a real difference in fields ranging from emergency management and disaster response to public health and cybersecurity. Start today at ConcordiaHomelandSecurity.com. Christmas Movie Spotlight, and this is the premiere show of this, in fact, and I'm your host, Dawn Mack, and I'm also here tonight with my lovely friend and co-host and colleague, Pam. Hello, Pam. Boy, I sound like I'm at the top of your list. (laughs) (laughs) You You are. Oh, my gosh. You're, like, really up there. So, um, yeah. Well, I mean, mean, that's... Does that mean I'm not going to get coal in my stocking? <laughs> not at all. Not this year. <laughs> and if you do, it won't be because I put it in your stocking. So, um, yeah, no, uh, I would never at all. But now, if the tables are turned, you might contemplate putting it in mine. Nah, never. Nah. Never. You're my okay. buddy. <laughs> And you're mine. And, um, well, um, for those of you who are first-time listeners or you have not ever heard um, Pam and I on air together, well, let me tell you, you're in for a real treat tonight because um, we always have a ton of fun. And we always, I'll just tell you right out of the gate, we always kind of have an idea of what we're going to say and when we're going to say it. And somehow we start out that way and it always ends up, I mean, it always ends up great, but you know, I just, we have a great time. Isn't that true, Pam? I mean, it's so we're kind of shooting it's for that tonight. Very true. Oh, we're <laughs> we're true. really we're gonna try to shoot for that tonight. But we always have a ton of fun when we get together, and love doing shows with her. And uh, and we are excited about this brand new venture um, we are launching here um, on the Christmas station, and it is Christmas Movie Spotlight. Now, if you're wondering why movie spelled the way it is. It's because this is a great show that is going to combine the best brand new music and movies of 2017 that are being released. And Pam, tell them a little bit about, you know, kind of what we're going to be doing so uh, we don't bore them right out of the gate. I could bore them to death, but you won't. (laughs) Well, I I guess the best way to do that would be to read the description I put on um, for our Uh Christmas movie spotlight. So that way I don't sound like a complete dark. <laughs> well, you know what? That was a beautiful description that you wrote, and, you know, um, I was very impressed. So thank you. It, I couldn't well, have said it any you, better. Well, I usually have you. I, yeah, I usually have you write this. <laughs> I know. That was so, it was like, here, will you read this? So anyway, that's an inside joke, by the way. Well, the, <laughs> and the thing is, when I was setting this up last night, I I looked at the bio, and I go, oh, my gosh. What do I write? I can't even call Dawn because it was like two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh my gosh, like, no. But but seriously, it's a it's a show that I know I'm excited about, and I know you are, Pam. We've we've been talking about this show for a little while now, and 
trying to figure out, you know, I know everybody and their brother out there knows that Hallmark Channel alone this year, let alone Lifetime and all the other great networks, um, have 33, is it 33 or 32, Pam? I've lost count, but it's, it's over 30 yeah, movies. Somewhere around there. The, yeah, between the Hallmark Channel and the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries Channel. And starting next Friday night is the kickoff to Countdown to Christmas. Um, and the actual brand-new movies for the season is going to start on Saturday night. And so what we, will be doing, what we will be doing every week is coming to you and bringing you the brand-new movies, giving you the scoop on who's starring in them, giving you plots and so forth and so on, um, of the, all the movies across all the networks. And we will also be highlighting one brand-new album release for 2017, holiday album, I should say, um, as well, and so uh, you know, we are really excited about this because we've already been pulling our research, and I must tell you, it's a lot. I hope we can keep the show to an hour, Pam. But what do you think? <laughs> this may not. Happen. Uh, that might be hard. <laughs> Maybe the first one will get away with it, but you know. Anybody that's listening in, uh, count on maybe, you know, the two-hour mark. (laughs) (laughs) It it just depends all the movies and albums that we have to discuss for that upcoming week because we're not going to give you, you know, all the 33 movies just, let's say, from Hallmark in one week. You know, we're going to tell you each upcoming week what's coming out stations and the albums. And some of them have already been released uh, some are going to be released, and so we'll talk about that as we, you know, go along weekly, which, by the way, this is a weekly show, at, which will air on Sundays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. So um, grab your cup of cocoa or your pumpkin spice coffee like Don and I both have because we're <laughs> twins that way. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and listen <Yeah>. up. <laughs> And listen up. I mean, if you want the scoop on all the brand new stuff that's coming, music and movies-wise, for this holiday season, this is your place. We are your source, so we're going to try to be at least. Um, But nonetheless, we have a great time. And and from what I've seen so far, um, I don't know about you, Pam, but just already, I mean, just seeing all the brand new Hallmark movies alone for the season, I'm so excited. I can't wait to start watching them, which I'm such a geekoid when it comes to that sort of stuff. Um, I love the Hallmark Christmas movies. Um, and, uh, you know, so I've been anxiously anticipating the Countdown to Christmas start, which actually starts October 27th, by the way. Um, and it's a, the official start time is 2 p.m. in the afternoon Eastern time for those of you who are poised to start when they start. Um, so, yeah, that's everybody's going to be really excited, but the first brand-new movie for the season will not be until next Saturday, the 28th. Um, and, Pam, why don't you kind of kick it off and talk a little bit about telling what the movie's going to be and, and you know, go from there. <laughs> oh, it's going to be me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, the first movie is called Marry Me at Christmas. Again, it's October 28th. And it's at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central on Hallmark. It's starring Crystal Lowe, Rachel Scarston, and Trevor Donovan. And for those of you soapies out there, like Don and I, uh, Trevor mm-hmm. Donovan played on the soap. So I think it was Days of Our Lives. Isn't that what I told you? Yes. That is correct. He played Jeremy Horton on Days of Our Lives. So um, I love him in these movies, though. 
Oh my I gosh! Care. I just He's love so him. Dreamy and well, they all are. I mean, have you ever seen an ugly Hallmark actor? No. And I mean, uh, they're no. all gorgeous female. Every, I mean, everybody yeah. that stars in these movies are gorgeous. And, but yeah, and I love Trevor Donovan's Donovan's um, character name in this movie. It's Johnny Blake. He just sounds so well. You know, it, it, we'll tell you about the plot in just a moment. But um, and uh, Rachel Scarston plays uh, the character of Maddie Krug. So uh, yeah, Johnny Blake. That kind of um, that's a catchy name and uh, definitely has a ring to it. But to give you a little bit of idea on the plot line, um, you know, the uh, Madeline Krug, the character, uh, she's organizing a Christmas wedding, and um, she loves the challenge of finding the perfect dress for the bride and orchestrating an exquisite event, doing all the whole bells and whistles thing. And and what she doesn't expect is to be swept off her feet by the bride's gorgeous brother, movie star Johnny Blaze. So go figure. It I knew it sounded like it was a movie star name. It just has that whole right. aura. <laughs> you know, Johnny Blaze. <laughs> <laughs> like headlines, Johnny Blaze. Like who comes up with these names? But anyway So anyway, Johnny comes to the quirky town of Fool's Gold to support his sister. And uh, But not to fall in love. He's kind of a playboy. You know, he's off in Hollywood, and he just kind of comes home to do his thing. And, and uh, But he's intrigued by Madeline because he considers her to be one of the most extraordinary women he's ever met. And so planning the perfect wedding leads to candlelit dinners and strolls through the snow-covered streets. I mean, could you just envision the imagery, you know? And so they fall in love. I, and um, so I'm really interested to see how Mr. Johnny Blaze is going to roll in this movie. But, um, you know, but I love the Hallmark movies. They always have, you know, they always have happy endings, which is a great thing. But the, um, I don't know about you, Pam, but when you're watching a Hallmark movie, do you ever just feel like you want to climb into the TV screen and just go stroll down the street and take in the sights and scenes? Like, they're, you know, they do such a great job of casting and, the sets and everything that they do for these movies, it's just, you know, it kind of makes you wish that Christmas was really like that, you know, in real life. Um, no, but. no, I don't. No. You know what I want to do? I want to walk into I want to walk into the movie, and I want to hook up with the Johnny Blake of the movie, okay? Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, okay. I, I yeah. want to marry that person, so. Well, I know. I know. And, you know, at some point um, in the, in the, um, program along the way through the season we're going to have to t- maybe we'll have to rate the men of hallmark you know i mean lifetime did this thing what a movie some years ago and uh what was it kristen Turner with i think i can never say her last name but um it was a 12 minute christmas that is still one of my favorite movies to this day ever since i've seen it and but i think we should really do like this hallmark ranking of the hallmark hotties the men um, because they're all so hunky, <laughs> and you and I have had this conversation like off air, like who we each like, and and we'll save that. That'll kind of be a teaser for down the road for you, for all of you out there um, who are listening. Maybe at the end of at the end of the season, because that by that oh, time that we'll have great. seen all of the men, well, you know, that have been in uh-huh. at least this year's. Yeah, um, and it. it's let's Kristen Chenoweth. I don't know what you said, but it was Chenoweth. Okay, we'll see. I'm Southern, and it's going to sound completely train wrecked compared to the way you say it. So, thank goodness I have you to save me from myself. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. 
But anyway, well, there was so a, there was a little bit more trivia that I just wanted to pop in real quick about that movie. Yeah, and sure, because uh, you're done with the plot line, right? I am done with the plot. Yes. Okay. Well, the little bit of trivia on that, not only besides Trevor Donovan playing on Days of Our Lives, but the paintings done for the main character, who is an amateur artist, were done by world-renowned L.A. artist James Pickard. Wow. So I thought that was interesting, you know, because you don't normally hear a lot about those little things that make the movie. Yeah, yeah that's right. And. And, you know, and, and I don't know about you, but when I watch these movies, um, I'm always, like, looking at those type things in yes. them because yes. the, um, the decor that they get, I don't know, it must cost a fortune to come up with the set for all of these movies. But they always have the finest things and, you know, and um, and it's just, and then with all the, you know, Christmas decorations in themselves are extraordinarily high, you know, and everything mm-hmm. just looks to the hilt in these movies. So, it, it naturally draws your attention to all the other things, you know, like if there's a movie with the setting of an inn or a hotel or, or something like that, or if it's one of those royal, you know, prince or princess movies and, you know, they have the palace and you've got all these this artwork hanging everywhere. You know, I've often wondered, you know, where do they get this? You know, is are these? I know these are props for the, the movies, but, you know, do they, um, you know, get real artists to do these just for the movies, you know? So um, that's really cool trivia. Thanks for sharing that. I know I've I've watched not just holiday movies, but any type of movie or even a TV series or something. Um, I, and I can't think of what I was watching. There was one time that I've always, every time I saw it, I was like, I want those curtains. I want those curtains. Yeah. Maybe if I write into maybe if I write into them and say, hey, when you're done with those, can I? Have yeah, really. Like, uh, are those for sale? You know, and um, you know how some some shows or something out there will they'll put you know like especially if it's like um certain clothes or something that you're wearing and they'll have them online and you'll see them you know like on social media and they'll say hey mm-hmm. if you want to wear what so and so wore in this movie you can get it here click this link <laughs> you know and it's like right. oh my gosh so yeah I've wondered that too like did you really go to you know, go buy the the piece of art or you know the fixture in the movie. Um, you know, curtains even. So it's um, you know, it's really cool. But um, it's no telling what it costs though. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that's so just it. To... But one thing you mentioned about you know uh-huh. you'll see on social media about outfits and stuff. I've noticed that um, a lot of times when they give you a link to purchase something, either exactly the same. Or, you know, very nearly, let's say 99% the same of what, you know, that person was wearing, that character was wearing, um, they will give you the cheaper version, thankfully. Okay. <laughs> they give you yeah, the cheaper version. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, and, and that's a good thing because, you know, when you're watching these Hallmark movies and you're, you know, realistically yeah. how much, I mean, you don't know exactly, but you know it's astronomical because. The sets are always over the top to make the movies really, you know, really make you feel, oh, it's Christmas and just, you know, and that's part of it. I think that's one of the things that people love about those movies is just, gosh, the the dynamic sets and so forth. But, um, you know, if they weren't, you know, if you couldn't buy that stuff much cheaper, 
um, than it actually looks. Um, you know, you just have to continue living vicariously through the TV screen, you know, when these movies are playing. Right, right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, yeah. it's, it's, it's not like I go to a holiday ball every year, so, I, you yeah, know. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's not every day you, you get asked by the prince, to, the prince to come to the ball in the right? palace, you know, like they do in Hallmark <laughs> movies. But, um, but you know, uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's um, – but that is going to be the first movie, the first – kickoff so to speak of the new movies um between the hallmark and the hallmark movies and mysteries channel and um and as and as pam mentioned earlier what we will be doing each week on our show we will not bombard you with all 33 movies for the season in one show we're going to break it down week by week so not only will we be highlighting all of the movies on say the hallmark channel but as we go forward uh, movies on ion and lifetime and Anywhere else that we know, the the box office, you know, there's some holiday movies that are going to be coming out there, too. Um, so wherever new movies are emerging, we will gather the information, and we will definitely um, make it available week by week um, to kind of compile it all for you. And <laughs> hopefully it will, you know, and I, I don't know yet. I might post links to these things, but um, don't hold me to it. <laughs> so, um, you know. But you know, one of the, while you were searching for trivia on this movie, like um interesting trivia, I was trying to find, you know, all the Hallmark movies really have great music in them, and sometimes like at the beginning of a movie, as it's opening or as it's closing, there's always a song, and so I was kind of digging around, you know, trying to see if there was anything, any songs about you know related to this movie, um, or for this movie, you know, maybe an opening number or something, and I haven't, I didn't look up and find anything, but um, I was kind of tooling around, and the name of the movie, of course, is Marry Me at Christmas, so I was searching around on YouTube and Google and trying to find a song that was Marry Me at Christmas, well, I didn't find a song exactly with the same title, but I did find a song called Merry Christmas, Marry Me by the Croft family, and I thought, okay, who is this, (laughs) and um, and if you know anything about Pam and I, you know that we both love um, all kinds of music, and Christmas music um, is probably one of our favorites. But but at the same time, we love music by unsigned artists, and you know, and finding music that you don't hear every day. And I don't know about you, Pam, but I love the traditional Christmas music. But I also like uncovering music that I've never heard, and just taking a listen and going, "Wow, you know." And so I listened to this song because, of course, I wasn't going to give it to you and go, let's play it, and then not know what it was going to sound like. I thought it was pretty good. Um, so if, you, if you'll push the button, Pam, we'll play The Cross Family, and Merry Christmas, Merry Me. Not a problem. Here we go. Thank you. One, two, three, four.
I guess it's not over. <laughs> okay. There we go. There we go. <laughs> there we go. I was going to get another one. But, um, now, you know, although there was no song for the Hallmark movie, uh, Marry Me at Christmas, when I heard this song, I was like, well, if maybe this needs to Hallmark for this movie because it totally sounded like something you would hear as the movie was opening. You know, it just had that novelty kind of type of sound to it. Do you agree, Pam? I do, and it's the first time I've heard it. Uh, Don gave it to me earlier today, but I didn't listen to it um, and just uploaded it because I trust her taste in music. Let's put it that way. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I could have so thrown some lines over at you. You've been like starstruck <laughs> on the when you hit the button. They'd be like, "Oh my gosh, what did she do?" <laughs> And I could see that opening, you know, a Hallmark movie, or even, oh, yeah. you know, at the end of it, or in the middle, you know, anywhere. Um, I know. Definitely, it, it really, I, I think that they should hear it. They really had, it really had that whole Hallmark movie kind of feel and sound to it, you know, and and um, so it'll be interesting when we do watch the movie on October 27th, or is it, no, it's 28th, rather, excuse 28th. me, um, that, yeah, that it will... Um, just to hear what the opening music is going to be to Marry Me at Christmas. So, um, but yeah, I mean, and the interesting thing, Pam and I scoured and scoured looking because with um, the Countdown of Christmas starting next weekend, um, we were just, I mean, I was just convinced that there would be a new movie on Saturday night, there would be a new movie on Sunday night, and then there would be a movie each night on the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries channel. So we were thinking, oh, we're going to have four movies to talk about, and Lo and behold, we only had the one for Saturday night, the 28th. Yeah, right. um, and, and I think part of that, I mean, they are going to kick off the countdown to Christmas on Friday, and they'll be playing a lot of the, the traditional favorites from last year and years prior, you know, and it'll be continuous Christmas movies, so everybody will get their Christmas movie fixed. But it's also the precursor weekend to Halloween, so I think that's probably why they only did the one. But, um, but rest assured, folks, that next week, on our show, we will be we'll have lots of information as far as new movies with Hallmark and some others that are going to be opening in theaters, and um, and we won't give anything away right now, but um, but yeah, so we'll have a lot more movies to talk about. But we're going to fill up a lot of the show tonight with some um, some great music. Um, Pam and I, as I said, we are huge mu- mu- music buffs. I can't talk, um, and we love music, so we're always looking for new music to play, and of course always excited to find who is going to be releasing Christmas albums. And there's a whole host of people this year um, that we'll be highlighting throughout the season on the show. Um, And, you know, listening to that song, Christmas Marry Me, um, you know, it kind of invoked within me, you know, tonight the, the artist that we're going to be highlighting is Gwen Stefani. She has a brand new album out, and it is a great album. I've listened to it to all the songs front and back and um it's really good. Have you heard any of the music off of it yet, Pam? Um I did listen to a couple of them that you sent me. Oh yeah. Well, they're really good and you know, and you never know like when an artist announces, "Oh, I'm putting out a Christmas album." You you know, you don't know what you're going to get, especially depending upon the type of artist that someone is. And so I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, I've always liked Gwen Stefani's music, hands down. But um, 
But, you know, when these artists do Christmas albums, they tend to kind of, you know, do them a little differently. And there are some albums that we'll be highlighting this year, or this season, rather, that I was pleasantly surprised by. I mean, it was totally not anything like I was expecting it to be um, by the artists. And as we get into the season, you'll know as we go forward, you know, who I'm talking about. But Gwen Stefani's new album is called You Make It Feel Like Christmas. And on this album... She does a duet with Blake Shelton. Now, Pam, I'm going to ask you, <laughs> because I'm really confused. I try to keep up with the tabloids and, well, not really tabloids, but all the current event news in terms of entertainment. And I'm confused because I've heard they're dating. I've heard they're engaged. I've heard they've secretly got married. I heard they're expecting. Do you know what they are? I mean, I know they're a couple, but <laughs> do we know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As far as I know, they're just a couple in love. Um, I'm trying to remember what I was watching. It was recently, I don't know if it was Entertainment Tonight or one of those shows where they were talking about that, um, you know, is is there a future marriage and stuff like that. And they're just taking it day by day and enjoying being in love. I don't think they're making any plans at this point, and I think that's the best way to take it. You know, they both have had been married to somebody else and you know now this is a well it's not so new anymore but um you know you you shouldn't rush in you you need to know for sure that that's the one you're going to be with and I think eventually down the line it'll happen yeah yeah I think so too and I agree I'm glad that they're not rushing into of course you know tabloids and the media of course will and that's a topic for a whole different show but um you know but they'll put everything out and and you know and it and as I said I was confused because I've seen every single thing you know oh they broke up or they're together and they got married you know and you've seen so many different headlines and none of them are the same they're all different all right <laughs> right so, um, well that's that's how you sell the papers, you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. That's right. But so nonetheless, they are still a couple in love and they're very much together. Obviously, mm-hmm. because they did this great duet, which happens to be the title track off of Gwen Stefani's new Christmas album. And I honestly think that this album, as a side note, is gonna end up being one of those that kinda of goes down in the history books. You know, kinda of like Mariah Carey and, and, and Michael Bublé and, and some of the other great artists out there who put out albums that year after year after year continue to be like people's go-to albums and I think Gwen did a great job on this album as a whole and of course as we go through the evening we're going to showcase a few of the songs to give people you know give everyone out there a, a kind of a glimpse of what you're getting if you purchase the album and um, if you don't already have it some people you know think it's in late October it's a little too early for Christmas music um, of course, I run the Christmas station, so I have been dealing with Christmas music and listening to Christmas music since before July 1. I know, don't kill me and don't hate me. <laughs> but I'm not. Uh, Don oh, was know, born man. with egg. Don was born with eggnog <laughs> instead of blood. Okay, let you me just what? put it that way. I don't way. even like eggnog. I don't like eggnog. <laughs> so maybe peppermint hot chocolate. Maybe. Um, okay. Seriously, I mean, if Pam and I, I will say this: we like Christmas music. I just happen to love it. She likes it. We're very polar opposite. Like, she may start listening on December twenty fourth. Okay, maybe December twenty third, right. depending on the day and the mood. <laughs> Me, you know, I'm running a Christmas station, but to my credit, tons and tons of people have been listening to the station, and if you are a listener, 
of the Christmas station. Thank you very much. And if you're brand new to the station tonight, thank you for tuning in. We're very glad you're here. But um, but nonetheless, we are thankful for all the listeners that we've had so far. And lots of people love Christmas music. And, and I really think, all joking aside, Pam, although I know you're going to make a joke because you do and it's great. But I, I think one of the reasons why people love Christmas music so much is because it's upbeat, it's positive, and it's happy. And with all the negativity in this world, it kind of gets people's minds off of that and onto something very happy and p- positive. And, you know, and you can't help but get up, you know, happy when you hear Jingle Bells or Rudolph or one of those great songs that have become classics, you know. Um, even though for some, December 24th is a little bit early. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's not like decorating before Halloween. I don't do that, by the way. Just so you know. Uh-huh. Just so you know. Yeah. I'm running a Christmas station, but I don't decorate before Halloween. So I have been I guilty want, of decorating. I'd like before. to see proof of that. <laughs> well, never before Halloween. I have decorated before Thanksgiving. Um, mm-hmm. And the reason being is because you know, as well as I do, it is a job. And it takes a while to decorate, and to only have it up for three to four weeks, and then you got to take all it, all of it back down and put it away. It's um, you, you want to get kind of a little, a little, um, time on it, you know, where you can sit and enjoy it for a bit. But anyway, um, so getting back to Gwen Stefani, is she has a great Christmas album. Um, it's called You Make It Feel Like Christmas. And Pam, would you please cue up this wonderful duet with? Gwen Stefani, Blake Shelton, the title track, You Make It Feel Like Christmas. Okay, I'm sorry, let me get it here.
love that song. And um, <laughs> it is so peppy. I was, I was, uh, air, what does they call it? Chair dancing. I was dancing in my chair while oh. listening. <laughs> and uh, it, it's a, I tell you, it gets you moving. It, and that's, you know, and, and the thing about this album that she has put out, I mean, it's really good, but it's, it's so Gwen Stefani. It's Christmas, granted, but it's, you know, there was nothing like, you know, that kind of came at me out of the blue and surprised me and said, I mean, she's done a phenomenal job on all the songs, but, you know, just I'm, I was hoping that it would be classic Gwen Stefani with that signature sound. Um, but I love the fact that Blake sang on that song with her. It, it just really, Blake Shelton, too. It just made the song. Um, what are your thoughts about the song, Pam? Yeah, I absolutely love it. And I love that they did it together. It just kind of reminds me of, you know, that Donnie and Marie thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. he's a little bit country, or she's a little bit country, he's a little bit rock and roll. And and who says that, that so the two can't the, the two can't marry together because obviously they can, you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, I I would say that's probably one of my new favorite songs of the year. Yeah, well, me too. And that's one thing I love about new Christmas music that comes out every year um, is you, you're always just, I mean, you know, they may do traditional songs, but you always wonder, okay, how is this group or this artist going to do this this version of whatever song? And you know, and very seldom does it disappoint. And um, but I'm such a sucker for Christmas music. I'm I'm like poised and looking in July. Well, of course I did this year because I was looking to see when all this new stuff was coming out. But <laughs> but it's it's really interesting, you know. And it seems like this year there are more Christmas releases coming than ever than I remember in in a number of years. Um, so I'm just so excited we're going to get to talk about all this music through the holiday season. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, bring guys, it down, uh, Don. Bring it down, Don. We still got weeks to go. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, she has got a, I mean, her whole album, like I said, is really good. And um, and I, I, one of my favorite tracks on the album is Jingle Bells. I mean, it sounds so simplistic, but I love her, the way she does the song. And, um, and so... Would you mind queuing that one up, Pam? I'd love for everybody to hear that. There we go. Okay.
All right. That was Gwen Stefani and Jingle Bells. And um, I told you, I love that song. And Pam, my favorite part of the song, can you guess? Mm. Hello? Are you there? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm I'm digesting this song in my head, and I've got three things to say about it. But go ahead. What's your favorite part? My favorite part was the breakdown where it sounded like the Andrews sisters had had kind of came up from the grave. Get out of my head, Dawn. Oh, my God. I was going to say the same thing. Stop that. I tried to let you speak first, and you can let me go first. No, seriously, I love that because um, that, that really, to me, you know, for me personally, when I listen to certain Christmas songs by certain artists, it just invokes this nostalgia within me. And I think about when I was a kid growing up and traditions that we did and you know, and music that you heard back then, and when you hear it now, it's like it kind of takes you back to that time. And when I heard that part of the song, that's what it did for me. I was like, oh my gosh, the Andrew sisters are here. You know, but it was it was just brilliant the way she just added that in, you know, to the song. Uh, and you know what I was going I was going to say it was a traditional song with a Gwen Stefani spin. And yes. then it reminded me of the Andrew sisters. Those were the three things I was going to say. I'm well, telling you, I'm people you listening, you don't understand the connection that Don and I have. <laughs> it's crazy, and we're not even related, folks. And here's the story we always love to share. At least I love to share it. But um, Pam and I have known each other for about, what, six years now? I mean, I've lost count. Probably. It's been a while. We mm-hmm. met on social media, on Twitter, some years, all those years ago. And uh, Pam was doing a show, and I was starting to kind of do a show, and we just kind of became the best of friends. And do you know, to this day, we have never met in person. I know it's horrible; we should have done so by now. But uh, Pam and I were the best of friends, and think that we see each other all the time. But no, we have never ever. She lives up north; I live down south. In case you couldn't tell by our accents, by the way. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> yeah, for real. Like that would never give it away. But seriously, I mean, so she and I, we have always collaborated on projects and shows, and, you know, we talk about everything under the sun. I know everything there is to know about her and she, me, and it's just crazy we never, like, met in person. But we're going to one of these days, Pam, I promise you that. <laughs> Definitely. If I could if I could finally meet one of my great friends from England, you know, here in the States after, uh, mm-hmm. oh gosh, we were friends probably about seven, eight years at that point, and we finally met in person, um, then you and I can meet since we both live in the United States. <laughs> it's like, what is wrong with us? Like, we don't even have to, crap, we don't even have to cross the ocean to get here to each other. We just, you right. know, we just get on a plane and fly up north or downtown, and, you know, whatever. Um, it depends, though. Like, you know, you you are always covered up with snow um, since we are talking about Christmas. I mean, Pam, we can get on the phone and talk, and, you know, I'll call her up, and I'll say, how's it going today? Oh, we've, we've had three feet of snow, and it's still snowing. And I'm like, God, since I'm always, she said, I'll be glad to. And then, you know, I'll call her up and go, well, we had 75, and it was it's December 20th. And she's like, shut up. I'm hanging up. <laughs> Because she's, yeah, she's very and then there'll be other times that I call her. I'll call her, and she'll be like, or she'll call me either way, and she'll be like, you know, we had to stay home from work today. The streets are rolled up. The schools are closed. Everything is <laughs> shut down, and that's because why? Because they had the threat of snow. Okay, not even yeah. snow on the ground, but the threat of snow. <laughs> no, uh, that they they claim that's what it is. You know what it really is, though. You know what it really is. What? 
<laughs> what? <laughs> I'll never forget it. <laughs> because we ran out of milk and bread. We're out of milk and bread. Oh, my God. And nobody can go anywhere and do anything without milk and bread. I've never understood the analogy. I guess people think, well, if we lose power, which we are never going to get enough snow to lose power. I mean, let's just be real in the South, folks, you know. And anybody that lives in the South that's listening totally gets this. But um, people go out and, like, I think it's I think the bread milk companies and the meteorologists here are in cahoots because they need to boost themselves or something. And so they start talking about snow like seven days in advance, not having a clue what we're going to do. We end up not getting anything. But all the milk's sold, all the bread's gone. That's right. (laughs) But you know what? That's not just a southern thing. I mean, though we actually get the snow here, (laughs) you know, when we know we're getting a blizzard, um, you know, people will do that extra shopping and get the the bread and the milk and um, the snow blowers and the shovels and the generators and, you know, all that kind of stuff. We go a little bit more than you guys go, but that's because we get more. Well, you know what? But at least when you're buying the milk and bread, you have a legitimate reason to do so. We're doing it on on the what if. You know, oh, what if we get a half inch of snow or dusty? Oh, let's go to the store and buy milk and bread. Which, by the way, have you ever seen the video circulating around social media? Um, It was put out some years ago, and it's this gentleman up north. I think he's in New York or somewhere. And he does this parody of, like, freaking out when he hears the weather forecast. And it's so I think you sent that to me, yes. I think I did. And, you know, he's just, like, freaking out. It's the most hilarious thing I've seen because he totally he totally encompasses the whole panic, the literal panic mm-hmm. now. And I'm ashamed to admit that as a Southerner. I don't panic. I mean, I don't care. I mean, it's like I'm not going to – I don't drink milk, and, you know, and we always have bread. So it's not like I'm going to run to the store for that. But um, seriously, but he really totally, I mean, it's a parody, but it's absolutely hilarious because it is representative of the way people in the South act when they hear that we're going to get a dusting, possibly, not even for sure, but, oh, my gosh, let's go get some milk and bread, you know. Oh, well. (laughs) Yeah, and Dawn is always in her glory when they do get snow because she's out there making her snow cream or whatever you call it. Yeah, yeah, that's. That's another thing. Um, I'll never forget one time Pam and I were talking, and we had gotten actually legitimate snow, more than a dusting. It was about a foot of snow. And so we were talking, you know, and, of course, she didn't want to hear it. It's like snow is, you know, it's like <laughs> rain to her. They get so much of it. We we don't get it enough, and we're like, oh, it's snow. It's like a holiday in itself. Well, so I, we were talking, and I caught her up, and, I, and she said, what are you doing? Are you playing out with us? I said, no, I said I made snow cream. She said you made what? What is that? And, uh, I was like, you don't know what snow cream. I mean, I was appalled almost and unoffended, you know, um, that she did not know what snow cream was. And you know what, Pam? Though I will say to your credit that as I've done some research into this after we had this um, conversation, revelation conversation is what I call it. Um, I checked around, and you know, there's a lot of people up in your area of the country that. They are not familiar with snow cream. It is definitely a southern staple. Now, go yeah, figure. So the same people, go figure, the same people spreading milk when there is a chance of a dusting would go out and make snow cream. And exactly. It goes beyond the whole, and it goes beyond the whole let's make snow cream. 
it you can't make it with the first snow because the first snow is cleaning the air of all the the toxins and all the germs and everything. So you can't make it with that. But any time, but you know, down south people do it anyway because we we say, well, we may not get a second snow, so we exactly. take our chances. <laughs> we'll take our chances. Do we want to die eating snow cream, or do we want to just never eat it? But anyway, for those of you who may not be familiar with snow cream, it is it is technically made like ice cream. You take snow, you add milk or condensed milk to it, you add sugar, you add vanilla flavoring, just like vanilla ice cream, and and then you know it's already got the slush ice cream type consistency is the same type of consistency as say homemade ice cream and it really tastes good believe it or not and people you know they get all extravagant they put their toppings on it and I'm like no just eat it plain why do you want to ruin it <laughs> you know so right. the real ice cream. but um but anyway um did you ever try snow cream by the way I sent you the recipe I was just going to say I have not um I mean, I think it's one of the last things I think of. <laughs> I think it's one of the last things I think about when I know we're getting snow, you know. Well, I mean, like the first, the, the first snow, okay, I like it. Now that's it. Go away. You know, I'm that type of person. Well, so. you know what? I'm telling you, you get so much snow up north where you live every year, snow cream, and sell it. It would cream. It would, well, it would sell. And I, I'm telling you, I kid you not, you get enough snow, you can manufacture it. <laughs> you got the snow, yeah. you know. Your cost to manufacture would be very low. But, um, well, I am just short of being appalled. I mean, we've had this conversation how many times now, and you still have never I had snow. You know I what we're going to do? We're going to do it. If I get snow this year and you have snow this year and it happens to be at the same time, we're going to do a live stream. And we are going to make snow cream together. I'm going to make it, and then I'm going to demonstrate. You're going to make it, and you're going to try it. Because I can't send it to you. It'll melt. So, <laughs> so well. <laughs> we're going to do the snow cream experiment. I want Pam. If anybody out there is listening that would like to have Pam try snow cream, please send us a note. And you can send that, by the way, to christmasstationradio at gmail.com. Because, um, you know, you haven't lived till you've had snow cream, Pam. I'm just going to tell you, just so you know. Um, yeah, okay. All you northerners listening, do not send that email. <laughs> <laughs> the southerners are going to act you on. But anyway, well, anyway, we always, you know, this is kind of a little bit of the banter she and I have. We always have a little bit of fun. Of course, we got off topic, really off topic, but it's still all the fun yeah. games. And, and we warned you at the top of the show, we said, you know, we have our outline. We know what we're going to talk about, but just know it could go awry, <laughs> and it has. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but that's that means that you know we're doing exactly what we were supposed to do. But um, anyway, let's get back on topic, shall we? Pam, why did you get me off topic? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know so, how it happened. I think you started it, but maybe I did. Who I knows? did. But you know, it's all relevant because. We are, uh, I guess you want to say, uh, unofficially in the holiday season, which, by the way, tonight on the Hallmark Channel, let's not forget to mention this, um, Candace Cameron Bure, it's at 10 p.m. Eastern, is going to be doing a special preview of the movies that are going to be airing on the Hallmark Channel. Now, I don't know how many of the 20-something movies, um, because I think some of them are still in production currently, um, but at 10 p.m. tonight, after our show, um, you know, you'll want to tune in because she and um, Lori Laughlin and uh, 
for the life of me, her name is escaping me, but they're all in Fuller House, and they are going to all be talking about the previewing the movie. So, um, Sweeten, Sweeten, Jody Sweeten, right? That's it. Thank you. It was on the tip of my tongue. I just could not think of it. Um, I was having a, a major lapse there for a second, but yeah. So I'm looking forward to watching that. I'm gonna when we get off air here, I'm gonna be sure to tune into that. So that'll be fun. But you know, in the vein of of the great Christmas holiday season that is upon us, um, some people you know kind of kick it off by the Hallmark countdown to Christmas. Others, you know, wait at different times. But the music is coming, and Gwen Stefani, I think, as we've been talking about her album um, this week. Uh, she's one of the, I think she was the first artist to release her Christmas album. I think it came out like on October 6th, so she really got a jump. And prior to the, to that, like in late September, she had released like uh, a lyric video or two um, to kind of tease people and get them interested in the fact that her album was coming. And so now that it's out, um, another one of the great songs on this album that I really like is her version of White Christmas. Um, and I know, Pam, that is your favorite Christmas song. And trust me, folks, when I say, Pam, for her to have a Christmas, a favorite Christmas song, that is major. Because we're talking this woman really only <laughs> listens to Christmas music like about three or four days before Christmas. And then that's if I call her and go, have you listened to Christmas music today? And she'll say, really? <laughs> so, no, seriously, I mean, we had a conversation one time after the Snow Queen conversation, and I asked her one day, I said, what is your favorite Christmas song? And you tell me White Christmas, and I was just so pleased and proud of you, <laughs> you know? But you still had to Yeah, I could have told you my other, I could have told you my other favorite song. Which I don't think you did, which, what is it?
Christmas from Gwen Stefani. How did you like that, Pam? I really like it. Um, you know, it's hard to listen to other versions at at some time, you know, at some point, um, mm-hmm. because you always have that one version of White Christmas. Well, I do anyhow because that's my favorite. Stuck in your head. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I know what you mean. As, as she started singing it, it was still very traditional. It was just sped up somewhat. Mm-hmm. Um, compared to the original version, but I really, really like it. I really like it. Yeah, it was very peppy. For is so typical Gwen Stefani because most of the music that she releases, you know, is is really got that pepped up. You know, Gwen Stefani, fun um, lyrical kind of melody um, sound to it, and so that's one of the things, you know. I was very happy to see that her Christmas album kind of stayed within the same vein of her style and her signature sound. Um, and But, yeah, I mean, to be a Christmas album, she's done a great job. And White Christmas, you know, a lot of times is done as more of a slower ballad. Um, you don't hear very many up-tempo versions of that. So she did kind of veer off a little bit and kind of made that a little bit of her own. Of course, nobody will ever do it as well as, in Crosby, but um, but yeah, it it was a pleasant surprise for her, and um, I don't know how it would have sounded if she had done that as a ballad because she doesn't do a lot of ballads really. Um, she's not she's just not in her vein, her wheelhouse of what she does. Um, but speaking of being, that happens to be your favorite version of White Christmas of all time. Am I correct? That is correct. <laughs> There's, a, you know, I don't know. I I want to say that I think that people get their favorite version of something when it's the first version that you hear. What do you think about that? I agree. I agree. I think that um, you know, I once you hear, I think the first time you hear a certain version of a holiday song. That's the one that always stays with you. And even though you may hear other versions and you like other versions, that original one, if you really fell in love with it and loved it and that's still kind of your favorite, it continues to be. And um, you may embrace other versions, but nothing beats the original of, you know, of your favorite one. Um, And so I think that rings very true. I mean, I think about growing up, you know, there were a lot of different versions of holiday songs that, you know, I would listen to. And, um, I mean, one of my favorites through the holiday, I mean, through the years was, um, you know, like the Ray Connors singers and play, singing all these, you know, traditional songs, but just gave that signature sound. And even to this day, when I hear songs by them at Christmas time, it just invokes that nostalgia. And even though I've heard countless artists do all of the songs that, you know, the Ray Conham singers have done, still nothing like hearing them do it for that first time each holiday season. It's like, okay, now Christmas has started for me. Is that, do you ever feel that way? You know, like when you, well, if you're listening to music, Christmas music for December 24th, I mean, if you ever get (laughs) a wild hair and start listening like after Thanksgiving, you know, like when it's totally appropriate, um, (laughs) 
you know, so uh, do you ever she's use exaggerating. Like she's really exaggerating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really am. I'm having, I'm giving you a hard time. But seriously, I mean, like, I say for example, when you when you hear the version of White Christmas the, for the first time at the beginning of every holiday season, is that do you say ah now Christmas has started for me? I mean, I think there are certain songs that I say that about. You know. Well, it depends. I mean, yes and no. If if I hear that song before the movies come out, then it sets the tone. But mm-hmm. if White Christmas, the movie comes out, which, by the way, Don and I had a discussion about this earlier. You know, you have a, favorite movies and then songs come out and movies and the songs have the same name and you just affiliate one with the other. And lo and behold, White Christmas is my favorite movie with Bing, but Rosemary Clooney actually sang White Christmas on that movie. Mm-hmm. And Holiday Holiday Inn is another one of my favorites. And Bing Crosby sang White Christmas there. So, <laughs> you know, you would yeah. think it would be the opposite for some reason. I don't you know. But <laughs> I think because Bing's version has just been kind of like the traditional standard through right. the decade, for the ages, you know. And so it's it right. really, um, I had, until you brought that to my attention, I had totally forgotten that Rosemary Clooney did a version of White Christmas in the movie White Christmas. And, um, and I think it, it does get confusing because people, you know, they don't always remember that because, that Bing, Bing's version really overshadows all other versions, in my opinion, and so um, so naturally, I think it's natural you think, oh, Bing sang White Christmas in the movie White Christmas. No, it was in Holiday Inn, <laughs> and, and, right, the thing, and right. it doesn't help that those movies, you know, if you look at the cover art for the movie jackets, and they're, they're so closely so closely related in like plots and you know plot lines and. Um, you know, and this and that. So it really does kind of, um, it kind of gets, you know, the lines get crossed and blurred. <laughs> um, between right, the and they're both but holiday they're, movies. They both have right. Bing Crosby in them, you know. So. Yeah. And, you know, uh, and in truth, um, though, like you said, those are two of your favorite movies. And I think for a lot of people, those two movies go hand in hand for a lot of the same reasons, and they are their favorites as well. So, um but yeah, I mean, I have to agree. I mean, of all the versions of White Christmas, that is my favorite version as well. Bing Crosby, you just can't beat it. Yeah. I mean, I think when you hear it, um, it's like, oh wow, you know, Christmas is here. Um, so, mm-hmm. do you want to cue that up now, Pam? Sure, as soon as my uh, computer comes back from sleeping. <laughs> we were oh, talking, yeah. and it went to it went to sleep. <laughs> We bored the computer. I, I, Can you imagine what we're doing to the listeners? Oh my gosh, this is really not good. We're no. in trouble. This is like the first show. Um, well, while we're waiting for your computer to wake up, um, you know, as we were saying earlier, um, this show is—if you're just now tuning in—I'll just bring you up to speed really quick. But it's called um, Christmas Movie Spotlight, and basically we've spelled movies M-U-V-I-E-S because we've combined music and movies together to make one word. Um, and naturally, we are going to be highlighting all of the brand new holiday movies and music 
that will be um, unfolding as the holiday season emerges. And, of course, Hallmark Channel always gets a jump on every other network out there. They do their kickoff countdown to Christmas, rather, on October 27th, which is um, just a few short days away from now. And and then on Saturday, the 28th, they will be premiering their very first movie, Marry Me at Christmas. And, um, and it's going to be a good one. But they have about 32 or 33 brand-new brand new now holiday movies. And trust me, Pam and I counted them as we were going through all this stuff, yeah. getting prepared <laughs> for our show. But, yeah, 30, yeah, 32 or 33 brand-new holiday movies between the Hallmark Channel and the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. Now, these are just two networks, one network, two channels. We have yet to uncover any new Lifetime movies, Ion movies, that um, we know about, we know about a couple box office movies that are going to be, um, you know, premiering, and the dates they'll be premiering. Um, but yeah, so we're we have a feeling if anyone out there listening ha- has seen, you know, um, a promo or an article or something with some of the other networks, because you know everybody knows I think Hallmark Countdown to Christmas is coming, um, as the commercial says, but. If anybody out there actually has seen anything for Lifetime or Ion or some of the other great um, networks, then let us know. Drop us a line at christmasstationradio at gmail.com, and uh, we would be happy to hear from you, and we'd love to hear from you anyway. Um, But, Pam, is your computer awake? It's wound up and ready to go. (laughs) All right. Well, keep up, Mr. Bean Crosby. Sounds like Dawn. (laughs) Wound up and ready to go. (laughs) Yes, that's right. You hit the nail on the head. Here's Bean Crosby on Christmas.
is nothing like Bing Crosby and White Christmas at Christmas time. I don't think it would be Christmas without hearing that song. You know, it just encompasses so much about the holiday season. And um, what do you think, Pam? I'm still listening in my head. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, there's something, um, <laughs> there's something about his voice. It's the baritone voice or something. I mean, it's just, oh, my gosh. And it just reminds you of the old romantic movies and the black and whites. And mind you, people, I'm not old enough to <laughs> have watched those originally. <laughs> but I was one of those strange teenagers, and I think, you know, that we all have our quirks. But yeah. I was one of those strange teenagers that loved watching the black and white movies and the black and white TV shows um, from before I was born. And mm-hmm. uh, that's how I got to know a lot of these, you know, Bing Crosby, Fred Astaire, Danny Kaye type people and and fell in love with everything that they do. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, it kind of... It brings you back, even though it only brings it, me back to, you know, younger years, but it brings yeah. you back. <laughs> well, and there's nothing like, there's they don't make movies anymore like they used to. I mean, let's just be real. Um, and so I think for a lot of people, those movies, they're classics for a reason. And the song is a classic for a reason. And by the way, um, I did some digging because I'm always interested in the history of songs and why, you know, how they emerged and you know, and how did White Christmas become White Christmas and this sort of thing. And um, it it actually is an eight-line song that paints a picture of holiday nostalgia. And believe me, it does. It was written by Irving Berlin, Berlin excuse me, in 1942 for the movie Holiday Inn. Pam, you were right. And, um, and Bing Crosby sings it from the perspective of a New Yorker stranded in sunny California during Christmas. Now, a lot of times when you hear the song, as we just did, it doesn't start with these eight lines. In the movie, it does, though. Um, and it goes, the sun is shining, the grass is green, the orange and – I'm not singing this, by the way. The orange and palm trees <laughs> Come sway. Come on, I sang. <laughs> <laughs> There's never been such a day in Beverly Hills, L.A. I'll call up Karen Carpenter and let her do it. Um, but it's yeah. September the 24th. <laughs> And I'm longing to be up north. Now, I'm reading these, granted, um, but, you know, those eight lines, I because you hear White Christmas as we just heard it, you forget that Bing Crosby sings those eight lines in the movie Holiday Inn. When I hear those eight lines, I'm thinking the Carpenter's version because when they sing White Christmas, that's how they started off. Um so, you know, as I was reading this just now, Karen Carpenter was in my ear singing along. <laughs> it was just really freaky. But, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm serious. So the song was released in 1942. It was actually uh, released a few months before the movie actually hit theaters. And um, and so uh, he, Irving Berlin also wrote another holiday song, which you don't – if I would thought about it, we would have pulled it up for to play tonight. But – um, that Crosby also sang in the film called Let's Start the New Year Right. Do you remember that song, Pam? Let's Start the New Year Right. Could you hum a few bars? <laughs> uh, no, thank you. <laughs> I mean, um, you know what? If I if I heard it, <laughs> hey, you're already blackmailing me with that. So. <laughs> uh, nah, I would never do that. I will get caught in my stocking if you if I do right. So. Um, <laughs> 
but I, honestly, uh, I can't. I can't even place the song. Um, and I'm gonna no, look it up I on when we get off air. But it's called "Let's Start the New Year Right." Now, ironically, that was released as the B side of the White Christmas single, and um, which is, uh, you know, which is really interesting to note. Um, so I'm really gonna have to go look this up, and we may have to play it in a future show just because. Um, but it was White Christmas is by and large the biggest selling Christmas and, uh, and there's no surprise it. there. Um, you know, it was released in 1942, it went to number one, um, and again reached the top spot in 1945 and 1947. And it appeared on various billboard charts every year until 1963 when it finally dropped off the Hot 100. That's over. 20 years on the billboard. Can song. you imagine? I don't think there's any song out there that has ever done that. Do you? No, and I guarantee you Irving Berlin lived very um, handsomely with the royalties that he received <laughs> for that song being right. played and still being played and played and played. Um, cha-ching, yeah. can you say cha-ching? <laughs> right. But there's so many, you know, and, and although we both agree that the White Christmas version of the song, or Bing's version of the song is is our favorite by and large. There are so many other great versions of by artists who have really done the song justice. Um, you know, and and people love to cover that song. It's probably been the most covered holiday Christmas song of any out there. Um, and I have not found any like fact to back that up, but that's just my guess because just about every new album, Christmas album that comes out, that song is on it. You know. You can almost and as you mentioned that, I wanna I'm sorry. As you mentioned that I wanted to let the listeners know that we will be playing a version of White Christmas every show by somebody else. Oh yeah. Yeah. We sure will. Now that we've established that's our favorite Christmas song. So <laughs> Um, and well, we just want to see how many people have covered it, too. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know. It's like we really and, – and just a side note, folks, um, when we started researching this, and we will do this with every show, we'll pick a song and we'll research it because it's just interesting to learn about the songs and where they originated. But um, but we were astounded, the number of artists that have covered the song. And I, I would dare say, uh, without getting an exact number, but just on looking at all the research we looked at, it has to be the most covered Christmas song of all time. Um, right. It broke so many other records. That would not surprise me at all. Um, so, But another tie into this, because we were talking about um, uh, White Christmas, the movie. In 1954, the song White Christmas was a holiday favorite, of course, by then. The household staple, you know, at Christmas time. And that year, Paramount Pictures released a movie called White Christmas, Go Figure, um, to tie in with the song. So that's, I think, back to what we were saying earlier. That's why people get the song by Rosemary Clooney in White Christmas and, you know, Bing Crosby singing it in Holiday Inn, why they get the two, you know, intertwined and, and confused. I've exactly. done it a long time. I still catch myself doing it from time to time. Mm-hmm. And um, but White Christmas um, is Danny Bing Crosby starred in the film along with Danny Kaye, and of course performed the famous song, is what it says here. Um, but uh, you know the song has just won so many awards, and 
And getting back to the number of artists that have covered the song, it's just crazy how many people have have covered the song. And uh, and I know that I know that Bing's version is your favorite version, but I know there's an artist, one of your favorite artists of all time, has covered the song. And of course, we have to play it. Um, and I'll let you elaborate that on that, Pam. Oh, I didn't upload that. I only thought we were doing the two versions. Hey, we just won't play it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I don't know if we misunderstood each other <laughs> or, you know, you know oh my gosh. we talk How about so much. So We sure do. Um, we sure do. But, I mean, we will definitely play the version. And tell Next the, week. well, yeah. now that the listeners are in suspense and they're wondering who is the artist, Share with them who the artist is. We'll play it in the next episode, next week's episode. Um, the artist is Patrizio Buone. Yeah, I wanted you to say Italian. it because I can never say his I'm sorry. <laughs> I was well, I'm, not, that, as, I I'm not as good as all the other people that can, you know, roll their R's and whatever with their Z's and you know what I mean? But um, it's Patrizio Buone. He's an Italian singer, Italian crooner. He's internationally known, um, and he has won so many awards overseas in in uh, Australia and South Africa and Asia, and they just love and adore him all over the place. And he actually was just here recently doing some concerts, but not, of course, in Chicago. So, um, But he usually comes here every year to do um, a bunch of concerts, and I try to get to at least one of them. But um, he, oh, my gosh, he's just an amazing singer and the sweetest guy and goes out of his way to, you know, remember your name when you meet him at the meet and greets and, you know, ask you how you're doing and even remembers your aches and pains or whatever's going on. Oh, wow. Uh, (laughs) He's just so down to earth, wonderful guy and an amazing singer. So, um You'll hear his version of White Christmas uh, next week. Yeah, we'll definitely get that on. And thank you for sharing that. And and thank you also for saying his name because try as I might, my southern drawl just won't allow me to say his name properly. And I hate to train wreck yeah. someone's <laughs> name, you know, because I, my name is Dawn, but people, um, you call me Dawn and all the others that live up north, um, north of north, you know, the south and um, north of mm-hmm. South Carolina, Georgia and, and the south. Um, so yeah, but, uh, but thank you. I mean, I, we will definitely play his song, his version next week, but we've got another version that we are going to play tonight, provided Pam uploaded it. <laughs> I only and, um, uploaded two versions of White Christmas. Okay. Well, I hope the one that I'm about to talk about, you uploaded. <laughs> no, but, I just did Bing Crosby and White and Gwen Stefani. Honestly, I thought that's oh. the only ones we were doing. Oh, for goodness um, sake. Yeah, we had a serious miscommunic- miscommunication. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was thinking we were doing three. Sorry about versions, that. Like, you know, this, it's okay. It's okay. We just will have to, folks, just so you know, we're going to do two versions of White Christmas next week um, because Pam and I got our wires crossed. If you can imagine, that's like the first time in history of us doing that. <laughs> and you might yeah. be live <laughs> on air. But uh, but nonetheless, um, so we have um, we've got you know just to kind of wrap up here, we've got a lot of great things in store that we're going to talk about tonight. Was our premiere show, and it's um, 
you know, we'll have a lot more to talk about in terms of movies and so forth as we go, um, you know, forth, moving forward. And it's, the holiday season is upon us. It is right around the corner. And lots of movies. I'm talking lots of movies. And I hope that we'll be able to get to them all in an hour. We went over tonight. But our, our goal is to just um, do 7 to 8 p.m. every Sunday night. Um, so we hope that you will definitely be back with us next week. Um, if we haven't bored you to death or run you off the airways. <laughs> right. but, uh, it's, always a big, it's always a great fun time with Pam and I here on our show when we get together. We love what we do, and uh, we love all of you. You know, And, and just want to say thank you to all of you for tuning in tonight and um, giving our show a listen. And next week we will talk about... The movies that will be coming up for the coming week, we're going to have a, um, a box office movie that is going to be releasing on November 1st um, that we'll be talking about. And um, and also we'll have the Hallmark movies, and hopefully we'll have some Lifetime and Ion and some other networks to throw in the mix. So And we will definitely get those two versions of White Christmas on. And uh, and maybe and we'll have another album that will be uh, premiering next week as well. So we got a lot to talk about next week. We got to get busy, Pam. <laughs> <laughs> like It'll when be we here before the you show, know go it. right into the next one. <laughs> know, Doing the research. So that is so true. <laughs> but it's always a blast to be on air with you. It's always a blast to to do any kind of show, podcast, or what have you. So I um, thank you for being here with me this evening. Oh, you're very welcome, and thanks for asking me. I always have a lot of fun with you. Um, you know, John mentioned it earlier. We've done shows together, and and um, she was always such a great co-host with me on my show. And even though I was sorry that she was leaving me to start her own show, uh, <laughs> I always I always wished her the best. And and oh, you yeah. know, we all have to grow and move on and. That's just how life works. So, but you know, uh, the great thing is, you've had a very successful run of shows yourself, and uh, and Pam, just for those of you who who may or may not know who Pam is, she is the brains and brawn and just everything behind Take Two Radio, Take Two Radio Network. I mean, every imaginable Take Two entity out there is is Pam. And um, and she's done a great <laughs> show for a number of years. I mean, um, as long as I've known her, and beyond. And um, she's done a music show. She's done celebrity. Show. I mean, she has done it all. Um, I've learned a lot from her. She's very smart, very innovative. And she did not pay me to say all this, by the way. Um, I'm just yeah. trying not to get coal in my stocking, folks. But um, right, but exactly. You know, and I'm bouncing that coal life. between my fingers right now. So oh, <laughs> no, had it on the ready. Oh my gosh! But nonetheless, you know, and I've gone off when I branched off initially from her. I was doing my own radio shows and music, and and it, we always knew at some point we would do something together again um, because yeah. we always have a yeah. blast when we're on air together. Um, so to recap tonight. Um, the Hallmark movie that will be premiering as of October 28th, which is um, next Saturday night, and I think it's at 8 p.m. Is it 8 p.m. or 9 p.m., Pam, the time on that? I, I want to say it's 8 p.m. during the holiday season. They start those it, movies at 8, but I could be I could be wrong. Uh, no, I could tell you. Um, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, Marry Me at okay. Christmas. Yeah, Marry Me at Christmas. Um, and so that will be the first 
brand new movie for 2017 that the Hallmark Channel will be premiering. And then the following weekend, the first weekend in November, it's on. I mean, it's going to be Christmas crazy. So we'll have lots to talk about, and we'll have one box box office movie to talk about as well. And we'll be talking about another brand new album um, that is being released um, at that time as well. We're going to have a lot to cram in an hour next week. So there may not be as many um, on-air shenanigans as this week, but uh, definitely it will be fun, we can assure you. And the new album from Gwen Stefani that is out right now is You Make It Feel Like Christmas. And uh, you can pick it up anywhere. Go get it. Hopefully tonight we give you a little bit of a glimpse of uh, what she has in store for you. And uh, I think it's going to be one that people are going to add to their collections and bring out year after year. So, uh, but anyway, uh, this is... Well, and I want to add to that... Oh, oh, yeah. I want to add to Let's that that if oh, you're okay. if if you're no you I don't know what you know what I'm saying but on Twitter um, if you follow the Hallmark Channel um, at Hallmark Channel make sure you use the hashtag Countdown to Christmas and they are so wonderful with their fans. And not just during the Christmas season, of course, but, you know, all through the year. Like right now they have the Harvest movies that are going on and, you know, Mm -hmm. then the regular movies that they have going on and the reruns and that. But they're always tweeting with their viewers. And they're just such an awesome, awesome company. I just love and adore them um, for what they put out there and how they treat us. You know, they actually care about what we think. And so, you know, of course they can't answer every single person that tweets to them because there's too many. (laughs) Right. They'd They'd have to have like 52 you know, people tweeting at the same time from Hallmark to answer everybody's questions probably, and even then may not. But, um, you know, let them know what you think of the movie that you're watching that day. Um, and if I, like I said, if it happens to be the Christmas, make sure you use that hashtag, Countdown to Christmas. And you can even use the hashtag Hallmarkies. Yeah, and the other thing I want to point out, um, you know, just make a note that this show will not only air on the Christmas station every Sunday night at 7 p.m. Eastern, but it will also be airing on Pam's. Uh, channel take two radio here on blog talk radio um and so you'll be able to hear it on demand after it airs live and uh so there's lots of places which pam by the way will you give out all of your information your website and your twitter and and everything where people can find you on social media as well sure thank you um you can find me on twitter at take two radio that's with the number two the website is take two radio.com Everything is with the number two. On Facebook, same thing, Take Two Radio. Uh, Blog Talk, if you follow Two Radio Network, you'll get an email notification each and every time we schedule a show. And we do a lot of different things, like Dawn said. Uh, We have a soap show where we discuss all four soaps, what's going on on the second and fourth Thursday of the month. Uh, We had a separate show called Have You Heard the Latest in Soap News, that was on Wednesdays, but we've now combined it with Thursdays. And um, like last night, we had interviews with um, Roger Holliff and uh, Michael Easton from General Hospital, One Life to Live, Guiding Light as the World Turns. So many different things. Just check it out on the website. 
And I think that's it, right? <laughs> I think we've covered it. Yes, we have. And, um, but nonetheless, we um, just uh, and just so you know, I guess I should give out my information as well. Yeah. Um, you can find yes. uh, the Christmas Station on the web at ChristmasStationRadio.com. Uh, you can look us up on Facebook at The Christmas Station. On Twitter, we are The Christmas FM. And, uh, but if you go to our website, ChristmasStationRadio.com, you can be linked to all of our social media and so forth. And, um, but we will post out on our Facebook page. That's where we do most of our social media work because that's where most people congregate and hang out and, um, and get all their information about our show. And um, But we will have it available on demand every episode. And um, so we hope that you have enjoyed this evening and will continue to tune in. And we will be back here next Sunday night, same time, same bat channel. <laughs> See, the bat yes. smell. And one, one more thing, <laughs> one more thing, just so you know, uh-huh. listeners, we want to include you as well in a lot yeah. of things. So. If we post a question, um, it's going to be on Dawn's Facebook page. Um, And just, you know, is it Christmas Station Radio on Facebook or Christmas Station? It's The Christmas Station on Facebook. The Christmas Station. Okay, thank you. This is all new. Uh Sorry about that, listeners. This is all new, so. Yeah. um, Getting used to all the we different really names. We honestly are professionals, <laughs> and we know what we're doing, folks, just like so yes. you know. <laughs> But, um, you know, if there's a question like, what's your favorite Christmas movie or holiday movie, you know, it'll be on her Facebook, so be sure to like that page. Indeed. Well, Pam, it has it has been a pleasure uh, hanging out with you this evening, and um, and I'm looking forward to being back right here Next week at 7 p.m. Eastern, um, 6 Central. I always forget to say that. (laughs) That's okay. um, We look forward to having you all right back here as well. Thank you so much for listening and joining us this evening. This is Christmas Movie Spotlight. I'm Dawn Mack. And you are? I am Pam. I only have one name. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Well, thank you again, everyone, for listening. Have a wonderful evening. Enjoy the countdown to Christmas. It kicks off. And don't forget, at 10 p.m. Eastern tonight, 9 p.m. Central, um, Candace Cameron Bray on the Hallmark Channel kicks off a premiere of some of the movies that you'll be seeing on the Christmas, uh, the countdown to Christmas on Hallmark Channel this holiday season. So for the Christmas Movie Spotlight, we are very happy to have you here, and thank you always all that you do for us to help make our shows and what we do the best it can be. And we will see you again next week. Take care all. God bless and good night. Good night. Thank you. Get connected with Take Two Radio on Facebook or Twitter at Take Two Radio. For email updates on future shows, follow at Blog Talk Radio. For previous episodes, upcoming guests, and more, visit TakeTwoRadio.com.